Twin Cities on the Move, a real estate and mortgage podcast featuring Paul St. Andrew, Justin Sheeler, Joel Benson, and Greg Rios. Paul and Justin are real estate agents with Remax Results, and Joel and Greg are mortgage professionals with Cardinal Financial Company. And now, Twin Cities on the Move. Welcome, everybody. This is a first for Twin Cities on the Move, virtual happy hour, episode number 15 uh, of our show. And who in the million years thought we'd be doing this? We've all suddenly tried to become, you know, Zoom giants, and we're doing our best here. So, but welcome. My name is Paul St. Andrew. I'm a realtor with Remax Results. Uh, right next to me, I see Greg. Yeah, I'm Greg Rios with Cardinal Financial. NMLS is one five zero. Five four eight two. I'm Joel Benson, Cardinal Financial, NMLS one zero six four six four two. And I'm Justin Sheeler with Remax Results. I'm Tina Winchandy with Country Financial. And Tina's here today. Tina's the she's kind of the foundation of our show here. She's been so kind to sponsor us, and and thanks for joining us, Tina. It's it's not it's not social distancing. It's just physical distancing. So so I'm glad <laughs> you're here today for sure. Thanks again. So this is a weird one, you guys. Um, oh, before we get going, the nice guys at Dual Citizen Brewing were kind enough to turn this into happy hour for us today. So crack them open, guys. Here we go. Oh, that's good. What a month it's been since we hooked up last, huh, everybody? That's been crazy. really crazy, huh? People say this is the new normal. I'm not ready to, to say that. This isn't the new normal. We'll all come through with this, come out of it on the other side. But right now... It's been really interesting, that's for sure. I know business-wise, you know, things are obviously different for all five of us. And I don't know, let's just go around the horn and tell everybody what's what's changed temporarily, um, you know, with our business. And maybe some of it, we're learning some new things and some good things, and we'll find out we might want to implement some things that we'll be on and, and we'll, we'll just use all the time. Luckily, I mean, my whole career, I've really been phone-based, so you know, most other jobs I've had, I've never had the luxury of really meeting the client anyways. So, okay. you know, building the rapport and things like that over the phone hasn't really been a struggle. It's what I'm used to, but you know, it is kind of awkward because they're like, Oh, you guys are still working. And yeah. And, and, you know, obviously as you guys know, people are still looking to buy houses and there's Absolutely still activity there. out there in the marketplace. So, you know, one of the biggest things I'm noticing is, you know, when somebody has a refinance, you know, just letting them know about skipping a payment or two right now with kind of the, all the unknown, you know, maybe they're being impacted with income and things like that. Uh, That's been, I've helped a few people out with that. And that's really kind of put them over the hump as far as, you know, you know, obviously lower interest rates, you know, saving on the monthly payment, but also just skipping a payment or two right now has been a huge, huge factor for a lot of my customers. How about you, Justin? What's the, what's changed in your world? Yeah, I've obviously slowed a bit. Um, Part of it's it's self-inflicted because I've decided to to not show any properties until they lift the uh, the the stay-at-home order, um, and and that's a personal choice. I certainly don't hold it against anyone who's out there that, that absolutely needs a home, and especially if someone's relocating or something like that, I'll make an exception if it's an emergency. But but I've asked my clients uh, to respectfully, if if we can adhere to that, just to try to do our part. On the listing side, I'll probably have a couple of listings coming up. And, and fortunately, I've had a couple of closings over the last couple of weeks that had been in progress well before the stay-at-home order um, was issued. But yeah, it's been, um, there's still demand out there. It is a little bit slower just from some buyers 
getting out of the, the, the race just for now. As soon as that, you know, as soon as this is lifted, I'm sure they'll jump right back in the water. My one concern is the people that don't have a lot of money saved up. So like the, the first time home buyers, you know, if they spend that nest egg on their mortgage because they're not working or on food or groceries and stuff like that, then it's probably going to take some time to replenish that, that little nest egg that they had built up to purchase their home with. So Sure. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. That might have more of an impact next year instead of right as we come out of the gates. But we'll see, man. Tina, what about from an insurance perspective? Is things different on your end? It's a little bit slower than usual, but I still get the calls about um, but their cars and making changes where they want to put it in storage or lower mileage. So I am busy with service work, not as much as in people calling into getting a quote quite yet. Okay. Okay. Still, so still some new homeowners. Some, but not as much. Okay. Gotcha. You know, for us on the mortgage side of things, it's, it's certainly slowed down a little bit, but it hasn't stopped, you know, and I, and I feel fortunate that, you know, we're in a business where we can continue to do our jobs. You know, we're, we're able to work virtually in a lot of cases. And Paul and I had a shared closing yesterday and we, we, uh, we just had to kind of stay away from everybody. You know, we, we took a selfie where we were all about six or eight feet apart and it's, you know, so we're, we're adapting a little bit, but, you know, I think, you know, you read about all the, you know, unemployment numbers and things like that. So I mean, I really feel fortunate that we're in a position where we can continue to, to work and do our jobs. And there's all sorts of creative things that are, that are happening right now in our industry. And, and, and I think I heard somebody else mention this, but I often kind of wonder how many of these new things that we're doing will stick after, you know, like right. every mortgage company right now is, is scrambling to, you know, make all the docs, you know, e-docs and be able to do virtual signings and drive through closings. And, you know, maybe once this is all over, we take those efficiencies and, and, and continue them. You know, to make well, they might see, a, might see a, more, of a, more of a reason to, to have it like that too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you said, we had our, our um, deal yesterday, our transaction, and it was one of the things that I guess I, I really missed is going to the closings and going to the closing table. Yeah. Our, our business is such a people business. It really is. It's really centered around people in their life. And that's the fun part. That's the victory lap, you know, is that you get to go and, and be there and, and hear the stories from the sellers that are sharing their life that they spent at this house. And now they're excited for a new family to, you know, to be a part of that and to, to take over and take the reins from them, you know. So I think that part of it will come back for sure. I still have some buyers. As far as I'm concerned, I still have a couple buyers that they have to buy a house or they'll be homeless. And with those people, I understand why we're essential. I have some people relocating from Alabama and, and they're, they're closing on their condo in May and they're on their way up and you know, they're either, they need somewhere to stay. Yeah. They're going to need a place to live. Yeah. Yeah. We're still looking and um, we're just looking differently. Uh, we spend a whole lot of time looking at virtual tours. There's virtual 3D Matterport tours, they're called, where you can really go and walk around the house on a, on a computer screen. We've eliminated properties because of, through virtual tours and through things like Zoom meetings together and just talking about the property. And we're not just out kicking the tires anymore. If we're going to go in a, in a house, it's we're going to go there with purpose and with the intent to, you know, that this might be the one that we're going to purchase. And then when we do go in, we're very safe. Um, 
I never thought I'd put so many pairs of rubber gloves on in my life. <laughs> I went to the local gin company at Whole Foods, or Whole Foods ordered a bunch of hand sanitizer from the local distillery. I, my hands smell like a distillery. And those are good things, though. I mean, it's good. It's, it's what's well, new there, though, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. What changed? Right? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and for me, it's those are good things. You know, um, I've had a couple listing appointments as well um, via Zoom. And that's been an interesting a new twist. And I can see that being a, becoming a big part of our business, really. And yeah. Maybe a positive. Um, we're muddling through here. Look at the five of us, you know. Um, usually we get to be on Sunny Snelling Avenue in Minnesota Podcasting Studios, but now we're all in our house doing our thing. So, how about for you guys personally? I mean, we talk a little bit about business, but, you know, how about with your families and your kids and just the schooling stuff and everyone just kind of being around each other nonstop? How's it working out for everybody? My mom's loving it. <laughs> she just wants everybody home every day. So this is amazing to her. <laughs> oh, funny. That's awesome. My wife, I think she's she's quietly putting up with me. <laughs> yeah, I think I think my five-year-old, Callie, her her school, the amount of work my wife's doing with her is like, it's like a full school day. It's like all day. And the older kids, it seems like they breeze through it in a couple hours, so. You know, I'm, I'm thankful that my wife's able to be home and, and do that because I, I couldn't do it. The whole, the, you know, being a teacher thing, I, I couldn't do it. Our dogs are loving it. I mean, we're, we're taking our dogs out every day and they're they're like on cloud nine right now. Both Wolfie and Tater Tot living the high life. <laughs> I, I set up in the basement uh, working from home and my wife is doing the, you know, she she got furloughed or whatever for the time being. She's in the dental industry. So she's running point on school. So when I come upstairs, I do my best to not make eye contact. Otherwise, I kind of get roped <laughs> roped into activity. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you go down that rabbit hole. So I know I'm starting to call my dog my coworker. I don't know. It's, <laughs> I don't, I've taken home. I, I, I ran into my office here yesterday and um, grabbed my monitor and stuff. I'm actually on my porch. It seems like we're all muddling through, you know, everybody's, yeah. yeah. And, and thank goodness what it, it's, what it's, you know, it's been, it's, it's going to snow a little bit now. It's been such wonderful weather for this time of year that it is, we can get out. We can, I live over by the river road, the river road's packed full of people walking and biking and just out enjoying the nice weather. And it's, I'm so happy for that. What have you guys been doing to kind of, get out and keep some sanity. I know that Bella and I, um, Steph was nice enough to buy us a couple of those hoverboards. They're kind of like the segways without the, without the handle. <laughs> They're just like a sideways skateboard that you can go for probably, you know, four or five miles. So we'll take those out for about an hour every day if it's nice enough. And, and we've had to cut back a little bit because the bicyclists are going so fast all the time on the trails that we got, we got to kind of be careful, but it's it's been a nice little release and time that I don't normally get to spend with her, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, I, we've been getting out. I, I my my myself and my kids been doing some mountain biking, and that's that's something I kind of do all the time. But being able to kind of get out of the house and, and do some of that, our dog, like you said, you mentioned the dog. The kids take the the dog on you know multiple walks for you know per day. Where, he loves it, I bet, right? Yeah. Or he or she? Or, yeah, it's a girl. It's a girl. It's a girl. She loves it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if any of you are, if I saw my Facebook pic, picture I posted last week. Our dog, we're actually going to start contracting her out for landscaping. She's completely <laughs> torn up the front of our house. We have, yeah, we have this section of mulch and like a little bench by our porch. And she's just completely removed all the mulch, all the dirt. 
We just shovel it back in. And then wow. later that day, she pulls it back out. She's, she's good. <laughs> yeah, you guys might get a kick out of this. So I, we just got a, an Australian Shepherd puppy. So he's eight months old. So he has to get out and run. Otherwise, talking about, except he'll do that in my house. So uh, <laughs> we didn't really know what to do because they're kind of a Velcro breed, right? They're supposed to stay by you. So I just started running like the perimeter of my house one day and he just followed me. And then he would like run around the house as fast as he could. And he just stayed there. So now I find myself running like two or three miles a day, just outside your house. house. That's good. And my neighbors make fun of me <laughs> nonstop, you know, cause they're just like, Oh, nice marathon. You got going there around your house, you know? And then oh, that's whatever. so it's pretty hilarious. And they think I'm just doing it for me, but literally I'm doing it for the dog just to, that's energy pretty otherwise funny. yeah the dog will tear our house up too if you don't get out there. Uh, so that's funny that reminds me there's this app called strava where like when we go biking it'll it tracks your miles and your speed and everything and i just saw a post yesterday where a guy ran a marathon in his driveway and he, he had that <laughs> app on so it's literally just like this big circles and they oh, think tracking you ran 26 oh, miles in his it's driveway. so funny you say that benson because my neighbor texts me that picture and he goes, hey, oh, Rios, really? I think I think your GPS got stuck on my phone. And it's literally <laughs> just because I'm running the house, you know, and everyone's just making fun of me. It was pretty Oh, that's pretty funny. What about you, Tina? What are you up to these days? Getting out? Yes, declutter in the garage and then doing a lot of walks with my mom, my sister, and niece and nephew. Wonderful. Well, I don't Social like it. Social distancing, but... <laughs> of course. <laughs> we all live together, so not much. <laughs> it's yeah, good. Right. I know it's getting to be the time I'm starting to get all of these these the projects they, they're kind of yes I, I'm, I'm hearing them that we should do this we should do this this needs paint this needs paint and i'm yeah we're so sure last week when they announced the pools and beaches were gonna be closed for the summer oh yeah everybody in my house had a vote and well i wasn't part of this vote but we we're, we're now getting a swimming pool oh, so, oh, oh. nice so now that's my nice. that's our latest project but now, then when you get a pool you also have to get a deck because the, the kids want to go out the back door so so if you need to purchase, refinance any of those things, give me a call. Right. Pay for all these things. I'm gonna pay for that pool. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And hey, you know. Lastly, you guys. Again, this isn't our normal podcast, and it's not going to be forever. We'll, you know, all of our listeners and everybody. Just so you know, if you need us right now, we're here. We're available. We'd love to help you. Um, if you want to discuss anything in the market for from insurance yeah. to to real estate to finance. Don't hesitate to get a hold of any of us. You can always leave a comment on our Facebook page, uh, tcotm at gmail.com, twincitiesonthemove.com. Um, you can always get a hold of us. It's just right now, you know, there's a lot. It's, it's not the most important thing in the world. We just wanted to get together and just, just chat and, and let you know a little bit about what's going on in the world but also just to, to let you know that we're here now and we'll be here when this too shall pass like my mom always said and we'll be here when you when you need us for sure for for anything and, and our little podcast isn't going to die so i know some people are probably wondering what we expect is going to happen after they do open things up once once we do go back to work and everything and I guess we could all maybe just quickly share kind of what we expect and with, uh, with the full assumption that we know nobody really knows exactly what's going to happen. But my thoughts were, uh, if, you're, if everybody's okay with me just sharing really quick, I think that we're going to probably see kind of a built up demand right now just because buyers can't go out. 
So the buyers that can still buy are probably going to jump pretty quick as soon as they open it up. We'll probably see an initial burst of activity. And uh, there'll also probably be some inventory finally too, because some sellers just aren't listing their houses yet. So when, once this is over, I think that we will see uh, not only some demand, but we'll also see some inventory. My concern is a little bit into next year, and I guess we'll just see how it plays out. The people that burned up their savings that they had set aside for purchasing a house, it may take a little bit of time to build that back up. We'll see how this, um, you know, this injection of injection of cash and funds has helped, but uh, but like you said, we'll we'll get through it either way, and uh, we'll all be here, all of us, to help people out if they have any questions. In the meantime, you bet. My crystal ball tells me that this is gonna this is a V-shaped recession, according to the economists, and it's also it's event based. Um, this happened because we purposely shut off the economy um, with very good reason. Yeah, great point. And, when we open things back up, when we all crawl out of our foxholes here, um, I think it's going to be a fire hose of economic activity. I really do. I think that there's going to be, it's, it's not going to come back 100% immediately, but I don't think it's going to take long. Another thing is it's, it's not just us. It's the whole world. Yeah. Right. Is putting out is this? It's everywhere in the world. I had one guy. Just one little quick thing. I had one person that he was thinking of listing their how his house, and then he thought, well, what if it doesn't sell? And then it's gonna have this days on the market of so long, and and then it might, you know, it might sit because of this. And I was like, what if it does have the days on the market? Every one of those days on the market was quarantine days. Yep. You know, and everybody in the world knows that that's yeah. what. The days are that's that's easy that's nothing so i have a hard time worrying about something that every person on the planet is affected by you know i think we'll yeah. come we'll come back strong for sure yeah so. you know one thing i'd like to mention just because you know on the on the finance side of things we've saw just in the last you know week to 10 days we've seen a lot of a lot of shifting in guidelines and and that's something that you know back in 08 when we had the big crash you know, lenders were shutting down and guidelines were changing and, and kind of to play off what, what Paul just said is, you know, this is a temporary correction where before it was, it was still temporary, but it was, it was shifting and changing permanently. There were things that were, that were out of whack that, that never came back. So some of the things that we've seen with, you know, lenders restricting credit scores and, you know, just changing some of the guidelines right now are sort of precautionary measures because we don't know what's going to happen in the near term. Um, everything's still pretty volatile. I will say, um, without getting too technical, that you know the interest rate market has been pretty volatile, um, but we've seen some stabilization in the last you know ten days or so. And part of that was just the initial reaction was, you know, for investors to just start selling stuff off, and everything was just kind of going you know kind of crazy. And it's it stabilized a little bit. It's still there's a lot of unknowns, so people are a little bit more cautious. Lenders in particular and investors are going to be a little bit more cautious, but you know, there, there's the correction when it does come is going to be is going to be pretty swift. I, do, I think. I think so too. Yep. I yeah, and I and I think my two cents with it is, you know, if you're out there and you're sitting on a mortgage at four percent or higher, take a look at it, um, just because the rates are the lowest they've been, and if you can position yourself using some of your equity or whatever it is to to maximize that rate and possibly put yourself in a situation where you never have to do anything with your mortgage again that's going to put yourself in the, in the best financial position with the home 
And then as far as buyers go, like Justin was saying, maybe some of these guys are going to have to exhaust some of their savings and things like that. Maybe they won't. If they come out of, you know, the other side of this in pretty good shape, I think there's going to be some pretty good deals with the interest rates. And then maybe, you know, with some of the market and how everything's shifting, there might be some deals out there to be had if, if you're able to make, make the move yeah. when you're ready. Let's go around and just everybody say one thing that they've seen, I guess, that's real positive, you know, just something that they, that, that they've noticed just maybe a, I don't, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll just start as an exam, putting you all on the spot here. But um, I have a neighbor that I just saw at the grocery store here the other day. And I couldn't believe how much stuff he had in his cart. I was like, you're the biggest hoarder I've ever seen. And I thought he was one of those. You know, I thought for sure he was. He wasn't. He had a bunch of, he has a bunch of older guys on his block, older ladies and men. And he went around and he got a grocery list from each one of them. So they didn't have to go outside and he shopped on their behalf. And I thought that's amazing. And what a dumb dumb I was for judging him for that. But, you know, that was great. And the other thing, the other one that I saw was Tina's Facebook post the other day. Tell Tina, tell tell everybody what you're doing. I was able to get a hold of 750 face masks and about 4,000 gloves to donate to local hospitals and clinics and hopefully nursing homes. So I should be doing that on Monday. Awesome. Awesome. One of the things that I'm seeing a lot of, and, and this is again where social media I think becomes, you know, a pretty cool tool. I've I've seen a, a couple of different people that have been posting, you know, just sort of like a, a post about, hey, if you're, whatever your situation is, if you're in need, you know, send me a message. We'll drop off groceries. You know, you know, whatever. And it's you know, sort of just reaching out in, in sort of an anonymous way, saying, hey, let me know. There's no judgment. There's no, you know, and it's kind of one of those things where somebody will post it, and then a bunch of other people will post it and share it and just kind of, it kind of brings out, you know, a little bit of a different spirit in people, I think, during this uh, difficult time. I think the story I'd share is I live on Albertville. So it's a little bit smaller of a community out here. And one of the things I've noticed is a lot of the restaurants closed, but a few stayed open. And it seems like a lot of people are really supporting those restaurants that stayed open and getting a lot of takeout food and just really, really trying to you know, keep, keep those businesses alive. Cause you know, right now they're probably getting hit pretty hard. So, you know, me and my family, we try to eat out a couple times a week, you know, and we try to, you know, stay away from like the chains, you know, pick out someone that we think it's really going to help them out and just try to do okay. something with that. No, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. How about you, Justin? Yeah. You know, I, I can't, I can't really take a lot of credit for myself, but I, I can definitely give a shout out to uh, my better half Steph, who's, uh, who's working, going to school full-time as a nurse or to become a nurse, but also in the, in the few couple seconds that she has that are free, she's been making uh, face masks for people. She's made them for a lot of the, the, there's some kids in our neighborhood that have cancer. So she's made them for the little kids. And then she's also made them for uh, elderly people. And she's made, I want to say close to a hundred masks uh, by hand and then de- donated them and they're not the surgical masks but th- at least they cover your face and you can wash them and she even found a way to sew in like a, uh, a piece of metal that allows you to kind of bend it over your nose a little bit and and they've got cool prints on them so the kids kind of like to wear them instead of being embarrassed so yeah it's really it's like joel was saying it's just kind of cool to see how everybody's coming together to to help each other out. It's too bad we can't do this all the time. Maybe maybe this will change some things. Maybe a little people. bit of it will rub so. off on us, right? Yeah, I hope so. I hope, hope so too. Well, thanks for getting together, you guys. Happy, happy, happy hour. 
Do we want to give a shout out to the individual names of the beers that we're drinking or no? Okay, I, I have, it's called the Not Done Dreaming Double Pale Ale. It's delicious. Ooh. What do you have, Justin? <laughs> I've got the Predictable Harmony Northeast IPA. It's it's actually really good. It's it's super good. It goes down really easy. All right, I've got the uh, the Ola, Ola Beaches Northeast <laughs> IPA. It supposedly has a hint of like coconut and pineapple. I don't really Ooh. taste that, but it is good. Paul, you might have to help me because uh, I smudged the name. I think it's Caress Me Brown. Caress Me yeah. Brown. I, you look like a Caress Me Brown. Yeah. Yeah, Let's I, keep it PG-13, you guys. Oh, right. Hey, since since we're doing a little bit of a, a different type of podcast, I have to – my kids, every single time we do a podcast, they say, why don't you ever mention me on the air? So Emma, Elena, Elena, Nolan, and Callie, shout out. Nice. Yeah, nice. and that's fair. We have two Elenas. Shout out to Bella, Tater Tot, and Wolfie. <laughs> the last two are dogs. <laughs> yeah, I skipped Winnie. That was intentional. <laughs> Funny. Well, thanks, you guys. Thanks, everybody, for joining. And Tina, thanks again. You're, you are you are the foundation here. If anybody needs insurance, get a hold of Tina. Tina Winchandy, Country Financial. What's your phone number again? 651-846-8163. One more time? 651 651- 846-8163. Also, a real special thanks to Minnesota Podcasting here for, for their going the extra mile for sure with us. They muddle, were muddling through with all this technology and they've been nothing but patient getting us together and putting this all together. And I know this is a lot of extra steps to get our podcast produced. So thank you, Minnesota Podcasting. And looking forward to be back on Snelling Avenue pretty soon. This has been Twin Cities on the Move, a real estate and mortgage podcast. Paul St. Andrew and Justin Sheeler are licensed real estate agents in the state of Minnesota with the brokerage Remax Results. You can find Paul online at minnesotahomesales.com and Justin at justinsheeler.com with Sheeler spelled S-C-H-E-E-L-E-R. Joel Benson and Greg Rios are mortgage professionals with Cardinal Financial Company. You can find them online at cardinalfinancial.com. Cardinal Financial Company, NMLS 66247, is an equal housing opportunity lender and is not affiliated with REMAX results. Jill Benson's NMLS ID is 1064642. And Greg Rios' NMLS ID is 1505482. This show was produced by Minnesota Podcasting and recorded in their St. Paul studio. And they can be found online at mnpodcasting.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the individual participants and may not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of REMAX Results, Cardinal Financial Company, or Minnesota Podcasting. 